Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Andrew G. Welcome to another great episode of The Public Affair. Uh, before I continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to thank you guys again so much for all the love and support. Um, as of the recording of this episode, we are in November. It's November 9th, so it's my best friend's birthday. Big shout out to Jaime Gutierrez. And um, just last week, I just found out I was nominated to, uh, for a Waco Award for Podcast of the Year. So Thank you guys so much for nominating me. You know, I guess they just put your name in the pool or whatever. Yeah, I think that was really cute. So thank you guys so much. Um, continue. Oh, Rogue Media Network, Mike and Allison, you guys are the goats. Thank you guys again. Um, now, before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to us by my boy, Joe Overo of Four Brothers Construction. He provides custom home designs and renovations. He also focuses on roofing, remodeling, plumbing, tree removal, electrical work, and everything else. My boy, Joe, and his entire team of just, oh my God, I'm not going to describe shows. I don't even go that way, but they are. Oh, I can't wait for them to watch them build my shower. They said I can watch. Don't ask me what I'm going to do when they do it. Call the on the screen for your consultation for Brothers Construction. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, to my boy David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office. He's going to help you buy a home or sell your property. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen, darling. For all your real estate needs, my boy David Santabanez is out there killing the game in real estate. I can't wait till I buy my next house with him. Take that really hot picture in the grass in front of the house. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I can't wait. If you guys need a house, hit up my boy, David Santabanez. He makes the process super duper easy. Thank you so much for being a long-time sponsor. Oh, my goodness. Of course, you have to try it while you're here. You know what? We're going for dinner. Pee-wee's Crab Cakes of Texas with Anika Armstrong, serving the most authentic Asian cuisine with a wide selection of signature crab cakes, pasta, seafood, and more. Now, my favorite, bro, is the crabby seafood pasta. I like to switch out the penne pasta with the fettuccine pasta. It's absolutely delicious. Now, the top recommended is the Southern Fried Catfish Special Serve with seafood pasta, potato salad, and six fried shrimp. The fish is topped with hudat sauce. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I had it the other day. So you got to head over to 108 Gym Drive in Hewitt or order online at order peewee's crab cakes of texas.com to my girl Anika. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Ooh, you guys, I got to give it up to my girl Sonia Event Planning and Rentals with Sonia Childers. She's an event planner that specializes in weddings, quinceañeras, baby showers, corporate events, and so much more. Now she's appointments only, but you can still take the stress of planning your event off your shoulders now by reaching out to her for a consultation at Childers1994 Yahoo.com or Call the number on the screen. My girl Sonia is the the business, business, business queen. That woman does business like nobody else. I love it so much. Thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor. Of course, the Parkway National Insurance. My girl Nancy Pulsini, who provides insurance for all commercial trucks and tractor trailers, and also for all contractors, along with home and auto insurance. Basically, all your insurance inquiries. Call the number on the screen. For, um, y habla español también. To my girl Nancy Pulsini, thank you so much for being a longtime sponsor of the Public Affair. And of course, to my boy Juan Morales with Waco fencing and stuff. Juan builds privacy fences and chain link fences, perfect for that extra at home privacy, darling. He also does demolitions. 
build wood decks, stone patios, and gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous flower beds. Absolutely unrivaled. Contact him with the number on the screen for your consultations. And my boy, Juan Morales. Thank you so much for always supporting me, bro. And all those kind words that you be sending me on the low. I really appreciate it. Not on the low, just like <laughs> that came out wrong. Thank you so much for everything that you do for me, bro. I truly, truly appreciate you. Oh my goodness, I'm sweating. All right, here we go. <laughs> Keep that in there. All right, guys, like I said, I've been so excited to have this next guest onto the show. We've worked together in the past. I was handicapped, but I was still gangster, right? I was still gangster, <laughs> showed up. Yes, you I was. Were. Okay, he um, is one of the best up and coming DJ. Well, I should say seasoned DJ, excuse me. Let, <laughs> let me give him his flowers, all right? He's a musician, he's a singer, he's super hot. He drove all the way here from Austin, Texas to be on the public affair. I'm so excited to finally welcome Mr. DJ Eman or Emmanuel Dominguez on the public affair. How you doing? Yes, thanks so much for having me. Thank okay. you. You know, I've always wanted um, my hair just like yours. Really? I, I have. I do it. No, I no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I try. I've tried for years and I can't do it. Really? No, yeah. I have like it just different... won't grow that long or what? No, well, you know, I'm Puerto Rican, so I'm like a melting pot of things. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I have like like not caucus hair. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. I don't my, know if that sounds like me, it, but <laughs> my hair's weird. I don't know. I've, I've had no, something different for, for a bit, but it's always kind of similar at the same time. No, yeah, for sure. When I first saw him ever, and I, that was the first thing that I noticed when I was walking up the stairs when we did that. I can't remember the name of the bar. What the fuck did we do all that shit? Um, um, halftime. It was halftime. Yeah, it was halftime. I was handicapped. Shut up. I was on medications. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, listen, um, that's how we met you guys. Me and yeah. DJ Eman, we did some work together. Um, he was, well, you were doing some work with Amplified Entertainment, correct? I don't know if you're yeah. necessarily a part of that group. Right, Is that, right, right. Yeah, right. okay. And so, um, we did that. I did hosting with them, and you were always very nice. You're always very kind, and your and your musical style and everything that you do, and getting the crowd pumped up. You just have this really great talent. Thank I you. feel like that needs to be recognized, and that's why you moved to Austin. And that's why you're doing bigger things, all right? So thank you, you for thank coming you. on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you know what I think is cute? Um, you were telling me just before the show started that one of the episodes that you were watching was Easy's episode. Yeah, because you know her because you DJ at Highland Lounge, correct? That's right. And yeah. Austin. Okay, yeah. So did you know about your compartments and stuff when she was talking about it? Did you go to the bathroom and try it? I definitely did not. <laughs> you, Are you going to go home and try it after this? It sounds too painful. To no, try. no, we can ask her. Hello. If, yes. Um, I don't know about what compartment she was talking about. But <laughs> listen, we're going to get Cece and surprise guest Cece's coming in. Okay. Cece's coming to tell us all about the compartments. I have to go have a conversation with her about that. Now. No, for <laughs> sure. Yes. So DJ Eman actually, um, bar, uh, not bartends, you DJ at the bar that Cece Correct. One of my form, one of my old guests came on um, at the bar, at the bar that she bartends at. Yeah, yeah, you know what? So it is a gay bar, right? Correct. And you're not gay, but Correct. do you get hit on a lot and stuff? Like, have men tried to take you home, and have you did it? It's funny. I was, I was, <laughs> no, <laughs> I always joke that, um, um, like, I get hit on all the time now. Yes, but it's not by women. It's always, it's, it's always men by dudes. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it's. I'm just kind of numb to it now. It's like it's fine. Right. It's, it's a compliment, you know. I don't. I don't have any problem. But have anybody, has anybody ever crossed the line with you? Like, it's like, hey, you got to get the fuck out of here. What's um, actually, one time. Yeah, yeah, really? Tell us. Really? Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, and did you punch him? No, but it was it was getting close. It was getting close. Um, okay, okay. It was this guy who was honestly bigger than me. Like, Oh, wow. And I'm already pretty tall. I yeah, you're like. really tall, yeah. And um, he, I don't remember exactly the conversation, but mm -hmm. he was, you know, he was complimenting me at first. I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Um, You know, I'm straight, but, you know, nice to meet you or yeah, something yeah. like that. And he was like, well, like, I can change that, oh, this, oh. this, and that. And I was like, thanks, but, like, no thanks. Right, like, right. not interested. You know, I always try to, like, I mean, no one's ever, like, mm -hmm. if they if they try, I say something, and then they And, they then they, and we stop. We, yeah. We, yeah, we have to stop. We know our boundaries. Yes. For sure. But yeah. this guy obviously had been drinking, mm -hmm. um, and he started getting a little aggressive and, like, getting kind of, like, almost cornering me. Oh, wow. Like, okay. 
I was like, oh my gosh, is this how girls feel? Like, <laughs> like, like I literally was like, yeah. And um, I was looking at my friend who, okay. who was a girl. Okay. And I was like trying to give her like the eyes, like, hey, you gonna help me out? And, yeah, yeah. And she was like, later she was laughing. And I was like, man, that's really how it feels like. Oh my god. I, I literally had to, I had to put my hands on him to be like, like back off. Back like, off, he yeah. He was like, I can change that. Da, da, da. I was like, and you're working though, right? Like, or that were you day just I there wasn't. hanging out? That day okay. I was hanging out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you are just comfortable just going someplace like a gay bar and just being like, you know, oh, yeah. Because well, you work there. So it's whatever, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been DJing on the gay strip in Austin now mm-hmm. for um, a little over a year, maybe yeah. a year and a half. Okay. So I honestly, yeah, <laughs> I joke because I'm always there even when I'm not DJing. Yeah, like for I prefer sure. the gay bars over the straight bars now. <laughs> it's just so much more fun. Isn't it? Yeah. And I bet his tips are out of this world. My tips? Yeah, you don't get tips for oh, DJ. They don't mm-hmm. pay you like twenty bucks to play their song next. I mean, sometimes Isn't people that a thing? go up. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have like a tip jar or anything like that. Uh, okay, got but, you. Yeah, yeah, so none of them have tried to pressure you to be on their OnlyFans or anything like that. Not yet. <laughs> Not that. That hasn't happened. Yet, but, but with the right amount of money, I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just tough right now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I would definitely uh, spread my legs in the camera for twenty <laughs> bucks. Yes, I absolutely would. Okay. My, uh, my barber always <laughs> jokes about that too. Oh, really? Because I was like. Started OnlyFans, like that's it. Yeah, like, you could you could put on a. Uh, he always says put on a. Um, what's it called? Like a wrestler mask. Yeah. Okay. He's like yes, but like naked and DJ. He's yes, like, you can. People would be into that. I was like, right. Um. <laughs> My, you know, I had a guest on this show actually, Gia. Uh, she's a trans woman that lives here in town. Yeah. She has OnlyFans, and she was saying that sometimes she makes the guests wear the ski mask. Now, I don't want ski masks on my face because I'm already sweating. You know what I mean? So I'd probably suffocate in the ski mask. You know what I mean? But yeah, she yeah. said, yeah, if you're not comfortable, you wear the ski mask, and nobody will know who you are, and you get all this money. Hello. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's my thing. But. No, yeah, you don't have to do that. That's fine. He's a Baylor <laughs> grad, so he's he's a Christian. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, okay, you know what, what else is cute, too? So I'm definitely indulging in my Merlot. And you just told me that you are not drinking. Um, you're doing sober November. So does that mean that you're going sober? Or does that mean for the month of November you're not drinking? Or what's going on here? Just for the month of November. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just something that I've been wanting to do for some time. And, yeah. and now that, you know, I recently started doing music full time, I was like, mm-hmm. I think this is the perfect time to do that. Um, now that I'm kind of jumping into the, you know, DJ world where I'm DJing, you know, pretty much four times a week. Yeah, for sure. And I'm always normally, you know, I have drinks or a tab. Right. I was like, just as I'm starting out, I just want to kind of remind myself, like, hey, like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing this for like the party life. Like, okay. Um, You're doing this to make just, a living. Yeah. And I don't yeah. want to get carried away. And um, I just want to remind myself that like, hey, right now I'm really diving in. Um, I can have fun without alcohol and okay. still get in the zone. Yeah, and so it's going good. You're not having withdrawals or nothing like that. Like, no, definitely not. Yeah, <laughs> I I wouldn't ever have called myself an alcoholic, but yeah, right. I do feel like I was drinking often. You know, well, you're partying every night. You're the you're the DJ, so you have to be the life of the party, and right. with that comes drinking, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I typically never liked drinking when I was doing hostings either. That just kind of what happens. You know? <laughs> like I did a I did a hosting um, at, at State Classy Waco. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was like gay night or something like that. And oh, I had nice. to you know with the gays, and so they were like, "Well, we'll we'll give you a tab." to come and i was like no, no no i need money like i'm not i'm not drinking i wish i would have took the damn tat i spent two hundred dollars you know what oh, i mean wow. oh it's a chop my so ass so you ended up drinking yes oh. <laughs> well because my friends came and um oh. two of them were straight and one of them his name is Morrow, and i call him silly buns wow. and he's like really like this aggressive short mexican man <laughs> and so like you know like like roman was there you know roman right like roman the realtor he was there you don't uh, know him uh, uh, episode two <laughs> so he was there and he's gay you know and all the gays were there and mm-hmm. i was like you know making bets like if all the gays can slide in his dms i'll buy you a shot you know shit like that so that i was trying to like Right, right. It was my MO for the night. Anyway. No, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. Well, listen, enough about me, Emmanuel. Listen, bro, I, first of all, again, like, I'm really glad that you're here on the show. Can you talk to us a little bit about who you are? Introduce yourself to us, life growing up, and all that, please? Sure, yeah. And again, thanks for having me. I'm excited oh, to be here. Oh, my God, I love it. Um, 
So I'm Emmanuel Dominguez. Um, a lot of people call me E-Man. That's yeah. like my nickname, but also my DJ name, my artist name, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, born and raised in Waco, Texas, but I, um, I moved to Austin. After, okay. uh, so I stayed here for, for college. I went yes. to Baylor University. Right. And when I graduated, I moved to Austin for work. Okay. Um, and I was working in corporate sales for um, a little over seven years. And then just recently, a month and a half ago, I decided to pursue music full time. Axe all that and do some music. That's now, right. what side of the compass did you grow up in in Waco? Was it like Hewitt or was it like South Side, North Side? North Side. North Side. So from Waco High. Waco High. That's yeah. Right. Okay. There you that's go. Right. I, I'm learning my compass. You know, I've had a lot of guests on the show that are from the South. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Somebody asked me the other day, do you only invite people from the South? <laughs> Waco? Hey, now you can say no. No, it's not true because yeah, I just yeah. had a chick from the Bronx on here. Hello, really? April That's... Hernandez Castillo, the Freedom oh, Riders. She's not from yeah, South yeah. Waco. Okay. And I think Cece's from the South. Right? Yes, yeah, Cece is from South Waco. Yeah, 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 yeah. she went to university. Yeah. And yeah. everybody fucks with Cece. I love that woman. You, you know what? Hey, big shout out to your, who's that kid that would come, not the kid, the guy that would come to you to the hostings. He would come with you to the hostings and he was like way more lit than you were. He taught me oh. about Eiffel Towering. What's his name? Oh my gosh. He's <laughs> talking about Martin. Martin? We yeah. should have brought him. Is he from, he's, he's, he lives over there in Austin with you or? No. So he actually just well, he's actually looking to today. Mm. He was looking for an apartment um, at okay. a bash shop because he just got a new job over there. But oh. he was living with me in Austin. At yes, yes. Um, and then he moved back to Waco for a little bit, right? And now he's kind of going back over there. He so. taught me a lot about the Eiffel Towering, which I haven't tried yet. He's a wild card. Yes, and you have to believe. Were you guys Eiffel Towering 1%. with his, like together or definitely not? <laughs> But he will probably tell you that we have. He, he did tell me that you did. That's why. I, that's why I was like, I wonder if he's like, if, does he mean that you? Because I thought, okay, you want me to be f- like fucking yeah, for real? Absolutely. The night that I hosted with you guys at halftime was my, that the first time I met you. No, I believe that might have been the second time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like the that might have been the, the time first time that we actually like sat down talk. and talked. Yeah. Remember, because I can only sit down. Like it was embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to stand up every once in a while. But anyway, um, he was there that night. My foot was broken. And so I had to sit down most of the time. So it gave him opportunity to like get to know me. And he told me you guys did that to one time. To force you to listen to his lies. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was like, yeah, we Eiffel Tower all the time. And I was like, oh this gosh. guy is fucking lit. I love him. You no, know what I mean? No, no. Okay. No, that's just, he, yeah. He's People well, that yeah. know him, they know that he, uh, yeah. He likes to exaggerate He's He's, he's out there. Yeah. Would you say he's one of your best friends? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's cute, too, because my best friend, he's a lot more reserved now, and I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you're I, the Martin. I mean, yes, I definitely, I got banned from his hometown. They oh, all gosh. think I'm fucking evil. They think I put roots on people, you know, and he's very like a family man. And yeah, even yeah. with my show, he's like, Andrew, I don't know, bro. Like that shit was a little bit too much. I was like, I please, you were too much fucking 15 years ago. Shut up. Oh, no, but God. yeah, it's, like I said, today's his birthday. Shout out to him. But anyway, okay. So, okay. Grew up um, in North Waco. Uh, family life for you growing up. Would you, I know a lot of people when I've had guests on this show from the North side, the South side or anywhere, really, um, they've had to face a lot of hardships in terms of like the family life growing up, like growing up in a broken home and stuff like that did you have to deal with things like that as well yeah so um my parents are divorced when i was a baby um i actually don't have a relationship with my father oh um so i actually just met him for the first time a few years ago but oh wow it was a very short how'd that happen um so oh man this is a long (laughs) okay i know we're on a time (laughs) crunch yeah Yeah, you're good to to make it really short um i so i have i have I have four sisters, no mm-hmm. brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, on my mom's side, um, I have my closer sister who's older than me. Yes. Um, and then, so I'm, my mom's been married twice. Okay. She married my sister's dad, had my right. sister. Mm-hmm. They got divorced. She met my dad, mm-hmm. had me. I do. They separated. My dad met someone else uh-huh. and then had three girls. Oh, bet. So I have three younger sisters from, from him. From him. Okay, gotcha. And one older from my mom. From your mother. Okay. But technically, all four of them are half sisters. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
It sounds and like so, he was definitely the hoe. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> no disrespect. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> he had and, five other kids and shit, right? Right, right. Yeah, okay. And um, my uh, my oldest sister, mm-hmm. or not oldest, well, oldest on my dad's side. Yes. Um, I actually kind of found her. So we were kind of close to some family members on my dad's side. Yeah. And I found her on Instagram one day. Mm. This is actually when I used to DJ at Austin's on the Avenue. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. And I just like added her, but like I had to DJ, so I didn't get to message her anything. Yes. And and like one night, I just saw that she started like liking my posts. And, okay. Like, I was like, I wonder if she knows who I am. I haven't had a chance to message her. Oh. But she did. You knew she was your sister. Yeah. And she, you didn't think she knew. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I just knew I had. I actually knew I had two sisters from him. I didn't know I had oh my three. Oh God! At the time. Could you imagine? Yeah. And so then we basically connected, and okay. um, I. Uh, took her and the other two sisters out to yeah. get to meet them. I didn't like meet my father at that time. I right, just picked right. them up. But I met him at her graduation when she was graduating high school. Oh, wow. Um, so it was just a brief interaction. Um, so but your whole childhood, you didn't like talk to him? You didn't get sent over there to like go do like man things and stuff like that? Nope. So uh, what's that conversation like though when you meet him and you're 20-something um, years old? There wasn't one, to be honest with you. Uh, he didn't say, hey, I'm so sorry, let's go have some coffee or something? Like... No. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what's been. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what, what his thought process was about mm. it. I'm sure um, he had some sort of thought process about it, but it do was you, do you feel small. like you owe yourself that closure though, where you should just call him and be like, Hey, we should have a talk. Like, right? I mean, uh, you didn't raise you, so it's whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I will say growing up, um, uh-huh. it was definitely something I always asked my mother about. Yeah. You know, I wanted to know who my dad was. Right. Uh, you know, every, every kid wants, you know, both parents. And all for that. sure. For sure. Um, but uh-huh. now I'm kind of just like, I feel like the time has passed. Okay. That makes sense. No, I, yes, I've talked to people in similar situations as you where they just like, it's just irrelevant to me at this point. They're just like somebody extra in life. You know what I mean? Like they just walk. Yeah. Yeah. And and with my younger sisters, like, um, you know, they're still, you know, he's, he's a father to them. Okay. So like, that's something that I can't, it's, it's kind of hard. I haven't really talked. So did you take it personal because it seemed like he was in everybody else's life and not yours? No, not really. Okay. Um, But it's, it's also been something that like has, my thought around it has developed as I've grown up, yes. you know, because um, I definitely wanted to meet him. Was very curious yeah, yeah. when I was younger, and I mean, like one time I, I remember I like I like was calling all of the the Emmanuel Dominguez's, well, the Miguel Dominguez's okay. in, in the phone book, <laughs> yeah, trying to find okay, trying to okay, find, like I was an innocent little kid, you know, but now sure. I'm like, you know, now it's now it's nothing. I, my my mother is everything. She's my role model. Good for her. Good for I, her. Where I am today yeah. is I owe everything to her. So no, absolutely. I think that's really great though, but you know, maybe I, I just I I put I try to put myself in y'all's shoes. Like I don't listen, I hated my dad growing up. You know what I mean? Like we fought a lot and now we're best right. friends, obviously. That's you know great. what I mean? Yeah, we are. But um I don't want to say best friend. We're great. We're great. We have a great <laughs> relationship now. Um but um to to think like somebody like you did it affect your childhood at all? Where like do you know what yeah. I mean? Like were you acting out? Like did you feel like it was all your fault? So I was a very good kid. Okay. I, I was I was always very, I was the good one. I was yeah, sorry. yeah. And um, <laughs> my sister was always the the troublemaker. She was. Like she, she was out there sneaking probably, out. She was here. She'd be like, "That's not true." But um, no, yeah. I just mean like um, I was just always a good kid. But it definitely right. affected me because you know when you're younger and you don't understand, mm-hmm. and you know you go over to your friend's house and both their parents are there. And, right. Right. Um, but also it was more of just like growing up with women, you know, cause it was just right. like my mother and my older sister. Right. And, um, I feel like that affected me. And even the small things that like, 
you would learn from your dad, you know, like, yeah, I taught myself how to change a tire one day okay. because I had no choice. Oh, you ain't missing shit. My dad never taught me how to change no <laughs> damn tires. I, I still to this day don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't really fuck that. Yeah. That's well, what I mean, sponsors are for. I have sponsors yeah, for that. Honestly, that now, nowadays you just call it insurance. And yeah. Now no, I just call Bundas um, Hauling Service and say, hey, bro, my car broke down. <laughs> Come, please. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just using that as an example. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. Like, it was very uh, different, I feel like. Right, right, for sure. You know, uh, so does, is he from town, can I ask? You're, yeah. Okay, so, I true. mean, you're bound to run into him at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I would love to see you have that con- Well, I would love to hear that you have that conversation. Just for, just for peace of mind, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's irrelevant to you. It's like you said. I don't know. Like, it, it's, I don't yeah. know. Like I, so, so since that time that I met him, right. um, I went to my, the second sister's yeah, high yeah. school graduation. Okay. And, um... We went out to eat. Yes. And so uh, I spoke to him for like maybe 30 seconds that time. But it was very brief. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, we just, I just feel like there's just nothing there. Did he ask you if you had a girlfriend? Was that the first thing he asked you? No. It was more <laughs> of him thanking me like um, for being there and glad to see me there. Like, you know, something like that. Um, the first time was just like, good to meet you. That was it. Can you imagine yeah. telling your 20-year-old son it's good to meet you? And imagine, wow. like, your whole life not never having met him and then... Yes, and then that's him, the first thing. And that was it, yeah. Good to meet... Yeah. Now, you know what? Listen, everybody's story is different. Maybe maybe what's the say will come on the show one day and tell the side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have you both. It'll be like, you remember Sally back in the day, the talk show? Uh, Remember Sally no, Jesse? No, no. no? I, I don't think so. when they have the special guests come out and it's like the the strange family member. I'm gonna do that one day. It's gonna be a segment. You're gonna <laughs> oh, be my gosh. guinea pig. Okay, listen. Uh, well, but uh, anyway, you end up adverse uh, being adverse. Uh, you end up accomplishing all those adversities. Okay, yeah. and yeah. so you move on. Um, let's talk about your early DJ career. Okay, sure. so you mentioned that you were um, DJing in Austin. How did that all get started? Because you go to Baylor. Surely you're learning a trade. They didn't like you didn't graduate with. Being a no. DJ, you know what I no. mean. So, yeah. so it sounds like you were very much a bookworm. So, what what happened with the DJing? How did that all get started? So, it honestly started in high school because mm-hmm. I've I've always been involved. Well, even before that, like I've just always been involved with music. Yeah, um, like I play a couple instruments, and I was super serious in high school about saxophone. Okay, um, so I played saxophone, and for a moment, I actually thought that I wanted to do that like as a career, and um, I remember talking to my mom about it, mm-hmm. and when I was like, you know. About to go to, I had already been accepted to Baylor. Right, right. Didn't know what I was going to do yet. And, um, you know, a lot of the times when people are serious about uh, music in high school, they do it in in college. Not necessarily like as a profession, but like in the the marching band or Totally, totally. Mm -hmm. And she basically was like, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I was even like, I don't know if that's a good idea. My parents always got to downplay our shit. (laughs) (laughs) Right? They never want us to do anything. Mexican parents. Well, the Puerto Ricans too. My mom was like, you can't be an actor, singer, or dancer. Now I'm a podcaster. (laughs) Like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so she she was like, I don't know if it's a good idea. And kind of pushed me to not do it. And not that she didn't want me to do like marching mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that, but I just was like, well, if I'm not gonna do music as a profession, why even bother doing it at all? Wasting time, yeah, because it's yeah. a lot of time that you take out of your day to do like marching band, for example, for in sure. college. So I just quit music all around in that sense. Um, but I was still like kind of starting to dabble into like producing, like just making like beats and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, like YouTube beats. Yeah, isn't like, that what they do now? They pull YouTube beats. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, Mike? That's what they do now. Yeah, they pull YouTube beats. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I was terrible back then. But okay. I was just dabbling into it. And um, it wasn't until I got into college at Baylor yeah. my freshman year, um, I joined a fraternity. Oh. And um, we we always had this, like, um, sometimes it was a garage, some sort of a, what's it called when you keep things in a... In a 
Um, I'm blanking on the word. I was going to ask you what you had to do to get into the fraternity because I know sometimes they do some weird shit. And so, yeah, ours wasn't <laughs> like that. No, um, I had a guy that would not tell me, and I just knew it was something gay, and I just wanted him to tell me so bad. Oh, I'm sure some of them are crazy. But, um, <laughs> no, I told them from the beginning. I was like, if anything weird happens, if it's like, anything gay, out, yeah, don't blindfold out. me. Yeah, we out. Yeah. So they didn't blindfold you. No, no, they, they didn't. Okay, <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> a storage unit. That's what I was. A storage unit. Okay, got we you. A storage unit. You were like, practicing in the storage unit. Yeah, and a lot alumni would like keep things there like for sure as people would leave you know, yeah yeah would get passed down and things like that and one of the things that got left back behind was a, a a dj controller oh okay and it was a very like cheap like 200 dollars dj controller. right right but, um apparently yeah, one of the older ones. bros yeah. used to like dj for the frat parties okay got you and i was like i could do that like, oh okay that. there you go and so i started teaching myself i was terrible yeah yeah but um fast forward i started djing like for free at other fraternity parties because i think i was good enough for, for sure charge. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like renting speakers yeah. and still not really making a profit. Um, but then I, um, I told my mom, Hey, like I'm, I'm losing a lot of money every time I, I DJ because I'm renting out speakers. Can you okay. buy some speakers? Yeah. And she was like, do you think that's a good idea? Like, cause this is when I'm at Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You should be focusing on your degree and all this, this and that. Mom, come on. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the second time that I had this conversation with my mom <laughs> and I was like, no, like I'll pay you back. Like, just tell me about these for speakers. Sure, for sure. And I convinced her. And, um, then, um, when I was like, so I, you know, I was doing gigs, like yeah. parties and stuff like that. When I was a senior in high school, I was doing this internship where I was going around, um, selling advertising to different businesses in Waco. Oh, okay. And one of the places I stopped by was Austin's on the Ave. Oh. And so when I walked in, yeah. I actually don't remember how the conversation went, but mm. something happened about me being a DJ. A DJ and yeah. like, We're actually looking for another DJ. Like, would you be interested? Oh, good. Okay. And I was like, I was like, well, like, um. Yeah, but um, I don't know that I'm like up to par with like. And he's like, "Oh, no worries. Like, you'll get good here." I please. It was Austin on Avenue. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. The, they have fights all the time. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Oh my god. I got scared that one time. The lights turned on. All of a sudden, it was a fight. I was yep. like, "What's going on here? I missed Music something." Pauses, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What the hell happened?" Yeah. Yeah. So you know. That's. Um, so you were up to par. <laughs> yeah. Well, you yeah. were good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you know, for me, like never having. DJ in this big club it was like a little intimidating yes know? okay i understand yeah. um but i did it and and you killed it i'm ended sure up becoming the third like i dj thursday friday saturday at one point oh, okay while i was a senior in college hello prime time yes yeah yeah okay and it was nice because i was you mm. know um making like fast cash as a college a broke yeah. college student yes for sure um so it felt like i was rich i wasn't but yeah at the time and you didn't yeah. have to sell weed or or your <laughs> plasma yeah, yeah so there exactly. you go you know what i mean yeah so um, that's how I really got into it. Right, right. When I moved to Austin to start working for the corporate world, I was like, I think I should probably stop now, focus right. on my big boy job. But after doing that for a bit, I was like, no, I, I need to go back. What to was work. the What was the degree, the job? What was that? The degree from college? Yeah. Um, so I graduated with a double major in management and entrepreneurship. Okay. Which had nothing to do with really music. Yeah, but no, but you could be your own boss. Okay. And yeah. then what was the corporate world? We're not going to name them because that's promotion. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I don't mind. I mean, so I went to Oracle is where I started. Oh, uh, okay. Got you. Bad. That sounds cute. Um, You know, <laughs> and how old are you again? I am 29. 29. Okay, so we're roughly on the same age. So you know Adrian Rodriguez and them, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, hello, Amplified Entertainment. So you guys went to high school. So you know he's yeah. a drummer. He's a drum instructor We're in now. band together. Yeah, yeah, big shout out to him. And can I just, before we go to break real quick, I have to give a big shout out to DJ Drew. 
Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Can I just tell you, we worked at Power 108 together for a while. And oh, I always yeah. thought he was one of, yeah, yeah. I told that story. Right? I'm going to get my ass whooped, so I'm not going to tell it again. <laughs> but, but yeah, because yeah, that was that was not cute. But um, no, I love DJ Drew. He's always been very kind to me. And even asking me to do the host things, even when my foot was broken, I just thought it was really great. You know what? Um, I definitely want to talk to you more about the move to Austin, because I think a lot of people, you know, they, they, they look forward to things like that. We're going to get out of this small town. We're going to go to Austin. I want to talk more about your career. Um, you're just doing that music full time. I've been seeing your music on YouTube. I love, love, love your mixes. Thank I was you. jamming to it yesterday when I was drinking my coffee. Yeah. And, and that's not coffee drinking music, but that's what I was doing <laughs> yesterday. But we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we have more with DJ E-Man. I just love saying that. Do a DJ E-Man because that's how I know you. Okay. Yeah, Emmanuel absolutely. Dominguez and more here on The Public Affairs. So make sure you guys stay tuned. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying this really, really exciting episode of The Public Affair with my boy DJ E-Man. Before we continue, I definitely want to use this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair because I love my sponsors. Love my sponsors. Of course, I want to give a shout out to Waco Made Granite with Jay Perez and Henry Flores. They offer amazing, amazing, amazing granite quartz countertops, backsplashes, and so much more. They're perfect for rentals, flipping homes, or if you just want something new, like you're building a house or something, you need some countertop, Waco Made Granite is definitely the route to take. Oh, also, if you mention this ad, you get the exclusive public affair price which is only $37 a square foot for level one material it sounds absolutely amazing call the number on the screen for a consultation follow on Facebook at Waco Made LLC Jay Perez Henry Flores thank you guys so much for trusting me and becoming a sponsor of the public affair I truly appreciate you guys of course to Banda's hauling service with Julian and Ana Banda they rent dump trailers you fill it up they haul it away I was just telling you I don't have to learn how to change a tire I don't have to do that because Banda hauling service is going to come they also do junk removals tree brush removals haul cars in and out of town and so much more book now with the number on the screen to Julian and Ana Banda Thank you guys so much for being longtime sponsors of The Public Affair. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. Oh, my goodness. Of course, the Embrace Fitness with Lisette Luna and Amanda Switzer. They teach group fitness classes that are absolutely fun and dynamic, darling. They specialize in total body workouts by Excola and by Jackie and Zumba Step. Classes are Monday through Thursday at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. And you can also contact them to rent the building out for small parties and events. Definitely have had some small parties over there. And if you need a DJ for the event, of course, E-Man's got you. Embrace Fitness. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course. Of course, I can't go on without thanking Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez. Got me looking super duper fresh with my enhancements today for the public affair. Located on Hewitt Drive, you can call the number on the screen to book now or download the Squire app for your appointment. You walk-ins are welcome as well. They got Marcus Grill, Chris Reyes, Santos Cordova, David Rodriguez, Isaac Chavez, Clint Fletcher, and Isai over there making you look as snackish as I am. And um, I just want to say real quick, Clint cut my hair that one time, and then I totally got some like two days later. So he's the de- <laughs> Yeah, I did. I got some, and that it was, was beautiful. It. Oh, we made music. It was amazing. Thank you so much, Elite Barbershop. Barbershop for all you do for me. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. All right, guys, we're going to get right back into this episode with DJ E-Man all the way from Austin, Texas. I'm so excited he's here on The Public Affair. Thank you for being here. No, yeah, I know. I I lose breath. You know, people get so impressed because I can say all that in one breath or whatever. Yeah, I'm impressed. Thank you. I really do appreciate that, but it takes a lot out of me. Believe me, I know because when I'm recording things and, you know, if I'm doing like a long verse and yeah, cut out the breaths and everything. You gotta cut, yeah, but too bad. Well, Allison, she does she does wonders. I hope I don't take long breaths. Yeah, <laughs> did you? Were you ever a radio DJ? Did you ever do that? No, actually, no. no. What? Why? What's going on there? I just never. That's how I met that. when I met Drew. He was supposed to be a radio DJ, and then yeah. things happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but things happen. They ho- they hold him. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna oh, say really? it now because I haven't worked there into you. They hold the shit out of him. They did. Oh, they hold him. I wanted him to mix my night show mm-hmm. so bad. I begged my PD. I did. I begged him, and they and they just didn't go for it. Damn. Which they sleep on him though because he's amazing. I love oh, yeah. him. Yeah. Now we get to work together. I didn't get to say it earlier, but mm-hmm. honestly, shout out Drew because he yes. he he taught me a lot too. Oh and really? I was at Austin's because I mm-hmm. when I started there, he he was like the main DJ. Yeah. And I think he. 
I might be getting this wrong, but like I think he like wanted to take some time off or something. Okay, so yes. that's how I kind of filled in oh, for him. Yeah. Um, or they just wanted to have one more more than one DJ so Got that you. he could take times off. And so right. Um, yeah, I remember when I first met him, like uh, I literally had just met him like once, I think. Yeah. And I had a gig somewhere else in Waco and I needed a cable, like an XLR. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't have time to go get one or something. Right, and right. I was like, wait, Drew's like down the street. Oh, good. I was like, hey, bro, like. Can I borrow this cable? Like I had just met her. And he and got he, you. He yeah. Me, yeah, so. yeah. And you know what was crazy? Cause I, in radio, I've met tons of DJs and all of you guys are not nice. <laughs> they're, <laughs> you're not wrong. They're, they're not, a lot Most of DJs are, are some hoes. I'm going to say it right now. I've met on one hand. I can count how many actual like humble, kind yes. DJs I've actually met. <laughs> okay. And, and there's a lot that aren't. Okay. Yeah. But, um, no, you're right. you know, so I guess to meet somebody like Drew, what, I mean, did you experience a lot of pushback and stuff from other DJs? Like, were you, you know, getting hoed to? Um, not really in Waco. Okay. Which was nice. Um, oh, good. I feel like, I mean, and, well, the way I got started, I feel like I, I wasn't really looking for it. Like I said, I was trying to sell them advertising. Right, and right. I ended up doing it. So I got kind of lucky in that sense. Mm -hmm. But when I went to Austin, Definitely. Because yeah. there's a lot of competition. There's a ton of DJs, a ton of bad DJs, a ton okay. of great DJs. Maybe. But um, <laughs> a lot of DJs kind of get protective with like their, their mm -hmm. gig. And so like yeah. I, I, the, when I first went out to kind of like make connections, mm -hmm. um, I've met like maybe two awesome people for sure out of like, 30 out of th yeah that, it'd like, be like that they just you know they'll uh, say hi but they think you're trying to steal their gig or right right uh, you know i i just had i just had, can i just real quick i have i've had two djs up and coming on this show um antrix and terco and they we just did dia de los muertos like a oh, couple nice. weeks yeah, ago yeah, yeah. oh my goodness big shout out to them they did amazing they had awesome. the whole crowd best djs at the event absolutely hands down they were That's the best awesome. and i was so proud of them you know what i mean yeah. because like they came on the show and they're just trying to put a name for themselves you right, know what i mean right. so not that they're green because they're not you know what yeah, i mean yeah. but i was like come on we're, we're gonna go to dia los muertos and they fucking killed it i'm so proud of them i really am That's you know awesome. do, you, do you find a lot of people being influenced by you have you had anybody come up to you and say hey teach me the ropes and stuff like that um i have i feel like more yeah. recently um not like always but more recently yeah i have enough like a lot of people were like i want to dj I want yeah, DJ. yeah and my advice is i was like just just start just, just start go it. on youtube and because like it's even if i sat down with somebody and taught them like right you don't get better until you do it so you do it that's right my own experience you know do you tell them like you know some djs just pull beats off youtube and then play it <laughs> yeah <laughs> Honestly, I've been in bars and been really? like, is this Spotify or is this a DJ? Right, <laughs> I've seen people do that though, yeah. E-Man, and I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I caught you, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but believe and me, I worked in radio They gave all the time. DJs a bad rep because that's why people right. make fun of DJs, like, oh, you just backed the press and Right, play, you know? but, but you've never been guilty of that. Oh, no. No, Definitely. okay, Even so. when I was terrible, I was mixing right. terrible, but I was mixing. Baby, okay, <laughs> this is going to be authentic, you know? That's right, that's right. Let me tell you something, so you moved to Austin, and a lot of people, you know what, they move to Austin, they think, okay, I'm going to move to Austin, I'm going to have a lot more job opportunities, like maybe musicians rappers djs for instance um whatever they think that oh i'm moving to a big city and so i'm gonna have a lot more opportunity afforded to me did you feel like that was um something that you can relate to or or what's With going music? on yeah yeah um yeah i would say so i mean you know everyone knows austin as like the music city yeah i don't um, know because some people go to austin and fuck up and then they come right oh, back so yeah yeah and especially now <laughs> you can't afford to mess up because no. it's expensive oh. it's getting real expensive and yeah, people, yeah. people move there and then they end up having to leave, unfortunately. But listen, I'm from New York. I'm good. I'm here in Waco. Waco fucks with me, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I think like coming from Waco and then mm -hmm. going there was a perfect transition for me. Okay, gotcha. You know? Yeah. So did you did you find a lot of um, 
hardships like breaking into the maybe DJ scene or music scene in Austin because you know it's a big city it's a bigger city than Waco yeah. so obviously there's a lot of competition like you were oh, just yeah. mentioning and you know people wanting yeah. to have this bar that bar so yeah. how, how were you able to um, overcome all of that what I will say is like I think it's really easy to break into it yeah. because there's so many places you can DJ oh okay but it's hard to get into the good spots and mm. the places that will actually pay you and appreciate you and, right. and actually want a DJ that's gonna mix because there's places you can go mm. they'll pay you crap and yeah, you can you can be Spotify DJ, and that's like that's like on thirty six. I love that you call it like Spotify DJ. It's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Like I've seen them. No, I've seen them rip music from. I've seen them download yeah. it from YouTube and then yeah. play it like at yeah. I don't know Austin's or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? No, yeah. it's it's uh, and I mean even downloading from YouTube isn't even the problem. It's just the fact that like they're not mixing. You know? Okay. Um, like you literally hear the one song fade out. Yeah. And the next song fade in. <laughs> oh, but yeah. And I just like that is so cute. No, like you know, like it looks like it pisses you off. I mean, it's just it's I a, just hate that like yeah people see us as the same thing. It's like, okay. There's nothing wrong. I mean, I I was that bad at not. I didn't really do that, but I mean, right. like there was one point where I didn't know how to mix like I do now. Right, right. So you got to start somewhere. Yeah. But um, there's just people that um always assume that a lot of DJs are just doing that. You know. Okay, got you. Other DJs recognize right skill and and can tell by just listening. E-Man is the business, absolutely. I try. You know what? Can we give him wait one more DJ shout out and then we're gonna continue with the conversation? I promise. She was so fucking sweet when I J nine. Oh my god, I love her. She's awesome. I love her. I just want to cuddle her up. She's so cute. She's kind. Yes. I thought you know like when Drew told me that he had a DJ coming from California, I was like, oh, she's gonna be a bitch. And <laughs> she was not. She was oh, like, no. is your foot okay? You need me? Like she was taking care of me. I was like, oh, I love her. I fucking I told her I'm gonna go to fucking California. I'm gonna go to the beach with you, and that's it. She's been killing it too. She has. She's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love she's her. She's been killing it on TikTok. Oh my god. Recently, uh, yeah. DJ on TikTok headquarters. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, oh no, I did see that on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I did. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. So no, she's wanna, awesome. She's do you love working with with people like that? That oh, that yeah. work hard to make big names for themselves. Oh my such. gosh! Yeah. Yes, that's all I'm about. I'm about surrounding myself with people like that, whether it's music or you have else. to. No, you have to. If you you know that Judge Judy, I love her. She said that if you put a rotten apple in a barrel of good apples, the good apples turn rotten. Yeah, it's true. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, so, hundred percent. Have you ever found yourself in business with somebody that maybe wasn't you know, and you had to learn the hard way? Not business, okay. really, but I mean. Relationships and other things like oh, yeah. friends, friendships, you know, oh, like oh for sure, just like negativity in general. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not about it. Like yeah, um, not that I've like, like straight up cut people out of right, my right. life, but I do tend to. You have to learn how to love people from a distance. Yeah, exactly. If you have to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I will definitely say my longest lasting friendship is again my boy Hyman, whose birthday is today. He see me through the gutter. <laughs> he see me on my low, and yeah, yeah, now the public affair is like an entity, and he's just like, look at you, bro. I'm so proud of you, yeah. even though you're inappropriate. But <laughs> you know, I'm like, whatever. No, okay, okay. So um, you're doing the DJ thing in Austin, right? Yeah. Um, uh, how did you end up getting the gig at Highland? Because Highland Lounge is, is uh, you would say, is one of those big clubs in Austin, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So how did Absolutely. you end up getting that gig? Um, well, well, see, so, you know, I've been really good friends with CC for oh. since. So she she bartended at Austin's when I was she did. the DJ there. Okay. So I've known her forever. Like we've been great friends. Yeah. Um, she's probably the first person that I knew there, and then I've just like met so many people from like that are in the gay scene. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I started going there often. And I'm also friends with a lot of the drag queens that okay. uh, perform there yeah. and everything. And um, also one of my really good friends DJs um, every Friday there. Okay. And what's crazy about that is I met him 
the night that I went out to go make connections on on Dirty. Yeah. And he was like the one of the two people that I told you that were awesome out of the 30 plus. DJs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was also one of those like awesome humble DJs. That's awesome. So he works there Fridays. Okay. Um and um I've just kind of been going there for a while. Like even right. when I'm not working, I've been, you know, becoming friends with everyone there for sure and just kind of waiting for the opportunity and then something opened up and yeah i was like i'm your guy i don't see you as a person that has enemies you've always been very kind like you were kind to me you know what i mean you were yeah. kind to everybody at the bar when we were um you know what i mean so yeah. that that's so good did you were you always that way or were you like we, or were you always like were you sometimes shitty right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes we have our faults right sometimes i'm a no, bitch yeah. i know i am yeah okay. no, that's that's something that i've always just tried to yeah i just you know i love any everyone like there's no reason for me to i got you dislike anyone like i i right. don't i don't think anyone out there okay. sees me as an enemy i would hope not you know <laughs> nah, for um sure. but yeah I, I get along with anyone and everyone so yeah okay How, what was the process like for you to brand yourself in that city as a dj because like you said i mean we were just mentioning that the tough the competition can be tough yeah. sure you can get the the gig at the little rinky dink bar that probably pays you 100 right. bucks you know what yep. i mean so so what was it like for you like what did you do what was different for you than another DJ going to brand yourself and say, look, I am the shit. I'm going to, you know, I deserve yeah. this spot. Like, where, is, um, where is that bar? Like on 4th Street? Is that the gay yeah. strip? Okay, yeah. Strip. I've only been one fucking time. Really? I, you got to come back. I'm only going to go to see you guys. Yeah, you know, my bedtime is 9 p.m. So, yeah, it is. It's 9 p.m. <laughs> well, you got to make it like at least 11 when you come out. <laughs> well, well, somebody better be taking me home at 11, E-Man. Okay? <laughs> For sure. I'm sure you'll find someone. Maybe at Highland, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, that, that's what well, you're I don't, saying. Well, I don't do gay guys anymore. So maybe there's oh, a straight, really? curious guy there that'll take me home. Sometimes, yeah. yeah you, you get everything there. You, <laughs> I you do. Never, you I told know. that to my side piece the other day. I said, you know, we can do this because I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so no, what's you good? <laughs> um, it's about you. It's not about me. Good. <laughs> okay, this is your show. You're no, it's not. It's about. It's about you. Go ahead. Um, sorry, I forgot the question you asked me though. You said no, okay, branding yourself and all. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, I really think, and I and I mean, this is how I yeah, yeah. meet people and how I find people that I like to work with and just collaborate with. Mm. It all comes down to your personality and the mm. way you carry yourself and the way you carry yourself with others, yeah. like. Skill set is something, obviously. Okay. But at the end of the day, like, if somebody came up to me and they're like, hey, like, I want to be a DJ. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything, but, like, I've been following you. And, like, they're genuine and everything. Like, I'm going to want to help that person more For versus sure. somebody that approaches me in a different way and just yeah. like, hey, man. You know, I don't know, like, somebody that's competitive or something. But, like, yeah. I think it's just, like, I've just been really good at making connections over there and, okay. and friendships. Like, yeah. genuine friendships. Like, um, obviously, like, the moment I stepped in Thailand, I was like, oh, this would be a cool place to DJ. Right. But it wasn't like, I'm going to DJ here one day. Like, it wasn't like, okay. like an like, aspiration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it was like, it was like, it, that'd be cool. But um, I wanted to become friends with everyone there right. because I wanted to be friends with them, not because I was like, I'm only going to be friends with them to, to get this gig. To get this you know? gig, yeah. Okay. And I think that's what it kind of comes down to, like, um, just being genuine about everything right. and, and really, like, connecting with people. And yeah. Opportunities come up all the time. It's all about who you know these days. It's oh, not so much about skill set. That's it. No, I agree with you 100%. And, you know, minus the one sticky situation they had to do, we almost had to put hands on somebody. You, was exactly. there was there ever more than one situation, though? Like, maybe maybe not even just because they were being gay and tough. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever had to find yourself in a sticky situation with another DJ trying to take a gig from you and stuff like that? Or, um, Thankfully, no. Not that I can think that's of. Good. I mean, every now and then, you know, you deal with somebody that's, like, too drunk. Um, oh like, God. literally, just last weekend, uh, oh. this girl, um, I was at Highland. Yeah. And she literally drops a glass thankfully it was like empty but it had ice in there and probably mm -hmm. a little bit of liquid just drops it behind the DJ. yeah yeah and like it didn't feel like an accident it didn't look like an accident and i was like 
what the hell? Like, you could have dropped that on the equipment, you know? Like, okay. things like that. Expensive, yeah. You know, we, all DJs have dealt with drunk people. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure. I'm, sure it's the, I, I'm sure that's like a pet peeve. Are you single oh, yeah. right now? I am. Yeah. So, so as the life of the party and stuff, and now you're doing sober November and everything like that, you know what I mean? So, do, are you going to miss taking like the side piece home? Do you get like a lot of girls in your DMs and all that? Or, <laughs> or mean, is it more men because you're at Highland Lounge? <laughs> it is more men hitting on me now. Like, rarely does a girl hit yeah, on me yeah. at, the, at the gay clubs, you know? Um, but honestly, like, I'm not the kind of person that like likes to take someone home. Like, oh, you're not? You're not side piece ish like in no. Austin? Like, especially, like, I, I'm DJing until 3.30 a.m. Oh, okay, you tired. And, like, I'm tired, mm-hmm. and I usually, I every Saturday, like, I DJ, and then Sunday, I'm DJing as well, since Sunday brunch. Oh, wow. Oh. So, like, I turn around, like, those are the r- the most rough nights because I'm not sleeping that much. Right, know? right, right. And also, like, I just don't want to, like, deal with someone that's drunk because by 3.30 a.m., <laughs> Listen, if, if I'm out at 3.30 a.m., man, somebody better be pounding the pork out of me. That's all I have to say. <laughs> but I, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, I for the sure. The people that yeah. I'm going to meet at 3.30 a.m. Yeah. Are they're probably dirty? They didn't take a shower, so it's all even if it's a nice young lady, like if she's drunk, (laughs) and that's just not how I want to meet someone the first time, you know. But in your earlier, no, no, for real though, in your early career though, I mean, listen, we're all young men, we're around the same age when we were younger, you know, that's all we wanted to do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, would you definitely say that you could relate? I mean, (laughs) it's not gonna kill your character now, yeah. No, I've, I've always been the kind where, like, um, I mean, I'm. I have nothing against like meeting someone while I'm right, DJing. Right, right. I'll, I'll take a girl's number or something like that. But I can't believe you don't have a girlfriend. Um, it's it's yeah. it's tough right now. Like with yeah. time, literally. Okay. And I just kind of told myself like, focus on what you want to do. Your career. And yeah. that hopefully that will that will happen. Like I, no, but I, I fucked with you on that because I decided that I'm not dating either. Yeah. And I just I'm definitely side piece status right now. I just <laughs> I just want to be just ravaged and then yeah. left there i want somebody to get me pregnant and then deny the baby that's all i want right oh now because i'm married to my show do right. you know what i mean yeah. it's just like you're married to your music yeah which, which i want to get into now so you're, you're doing music full-time yeah. was that a scary thing for you to decide to do because you're in the corporate world you probably got a really good job you Absolutely. know what i mean it's probably paying you you know job security everything and now you're going to do music that's a tough business to get into full-time absolutely you know what i mean so what was that whole because pro- you think you sing don't you yeah, well... Yes, you do. Yes, you post those reels and you be singing. I, I don't really consider myself a singer. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, I like to I like to do a little bit of that. I like sing. Sing, sing, sing for us, right? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, are you well, sure? Yeah, no, no, Okay, no, no because well, a lot of your music comes from, like, remixing and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, no, again, like, I don't consider myself a singer. If I did, I'd totally sing for you. But um, he, it's, he got, it's, like, the easy stuff. You go know? look at his reels. He, he'd be having some good music on <laughs> it. You, you do. You, you really do. Yeah. I'm not saying that because he's hot. I'm really saying that because he's talented. Go ahead. I appreciate that. Thank you. And you're not my type, so don't worry. I'm not going to sign your deal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you know you. who my type is, right? I don't. Oh, wait. Yes. Wait, I heard you it? talk about what it on, on other shows. <laughs> the the Mexicans with, without papers? Is that what you always say? He watches the show. I love, <laughs> I love you. I vibe to that shit. Yes. <laughs> Construction, workers, Construction workers. Ain't shit. The, yeah, that's, that's it. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so don't worry. Okay, but anyway. I have my papers, but <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're yeah. too. You know what it is with you. You're, you're too pretty. Yeah, you're too beautiful for me. <laughs> you look better than me, and that's a fucking problem for me. I have to be able to stand <laughs> next you. to you, and you look like shit. That way, the focus could be on me in the picture. So that's, that's why I can't. I will never slide in your. No, you're, we're great friends. I'm so happy you're on the show. I'm always yeah. gonna respect you. Absolutely. You don't ever gotta worry about Andrew G. signing them DMs unless it's to come on the podcast. 
<laughs> this is to come on the podcast exactly but i will never at three in the morning just be like hey man what you did never it's all right. i didn't expect you to no because no, well, people always try to hook me up with guys like you like that really? are just pretty well good looking you know i was like what are we what are you doing what are you doing i don't <laughs> like, want that's not my type that's not my type where's the dirty fingernails his fingernails are clean what's going on here i don't want this okay papers yeah. oh no you're out get out <laughs> okay no anyway yeah. go ahead. okay so anyway you're doing the music and everything go ahead mm -hmm. so what was what was the uh, back to the question i'm sorry we digress no, that's what we do on the show so um was it scary for you to decide to do that full time or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm still going through it, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, okay. Like financially been, and stuff? Or? Yeah. I mean, everything. Like just even mm. just the routine. That I would say that's the main thing. You wow. know, it's been okay. a month and a half. Okay. And I mean, imagine um, seven years plus mm -hmm. of doing the same thing Monday through Friday. Yes. Eight to five job. To now, like, I wake up Monday and it's like, Oh, I don't have to I don't log have to on to at 8 a.m. Yeah, you know? okay. The last two years, I was fortunate to be, like, uh, remote. Yeah. So logging on is what, but yeah, before that, I Yeah, for sure, office. for sure. Um, but yeah, no, just the routine has been the hardest part because um, I'm so used to, like, logging on and, and mm -hmm. having this 8 to 5 and figuring out all my errands and things to do outside right. of that. And now right. it's like, okay, I can be as productive or as not productive okay. as I want to be. So, so what are you doing? Like, not that we don't need to know how much you're making or anything. Sure. So what are you doing to, I guess, just keep yourself afloat? I mean, yeah. obviously, hey, I, we're going to plug in. What's your YouTube channel, first of all? At 254Eman, uh, correct? At 254Eman, yeah. yeah. See, I don't do me. <laughs> yeah, you got tons of views, tons of views. About, you know, I know YouTube monetization is really not. I know it's not yeah, a yeah. lot, you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. so what are you doing to keep yourself afloat? So the, I mean, the main way I'm making money right now is DJing. It's DJing. Okay. Literally got you. DJing. Mm -hmm. Um, thankfully like, um, in October, for example, I had 17 gigs, which was like, Oh sweet. Amazing. That's like pretty much a gig every other day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, two of those were weddings mm -hmm. and then, um, everything else was like through residencies or just random pop-up gigs, you know? Um, so like, that's kind of what I, I was afraid of, right? Like the financial cut yeah but i realized like um i'm still pretty pretty all right okay it's like i'm djing a lot yeah for sure um and my goal isn't to just be making money through djing but like through streaming and yeah for sure and um a bunch of other things but right now that's how i'm making the most money okay got you okay so um in terms of doing like mainly when you say that you're into music full-time now so would you say the majority of your i would say career is based off of making remixes and songs and stuff like that. And when I say remixes, guys, you have to think, I, I compare you to, like, the David Guettas. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And stuff like that that, that just make beats. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Their names attached to a song. That's right. what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I guess I, I like to explain this because a lot of Please people do, don't yes. know this. So there's a difference between a DJ and a producer. Right? Okay. There's a lot of people that think that they're one and the same, but okay. it's different. And nothing wrong with being one or the other. It mm -hmm. just depends, right? Like some people are just DJs, mm -hmm. some people are just producers, and some people are both. Mm -hmm. Most people, I would say, start out as DJs. Yeah. Um, and that's how I did. And so when you're a DJ, that means that you can mix a song with another song with a controller or something, right? Um, when you're a producer, you might not know how to DJ because it's just making a song okay. or changing a song. Like it's literally a program, like the way you would edit a video or audio, you're doing all that in, in a computer. Yeah. So like when you have somebody like Calvin Harris or Marshmallow, like right. they're playing their songs that they've made, but yes. they're also mixing them. So they're both. So like a, a club DJ, he may know how to mix songs, but he may not know how to produce. And so I didn't mm. know how to produce until like two, two years ago. So now I'm like, Barely diving into that. Okay. Trying to make money with that too. Yeah. But it's completely different from DJing, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, it does. So so would you consider yourself a producer as well? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, got you. So how do you reach out to artists and say, or do artists reach out to you or how is that going? Because there's a lot of people, yeah. like, especially like here in town, right? We have a whole rap scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And so everybody's into music now. That's the new thing. Oh, yeah. But most of your music is like an EDM sound. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 So I do ED So 
Yeah, I do EDM. I do right. like hip hop too. But the thing is, like, um, I've had plenty of people reach out to like producer music, but I've kind of held off on doing that for a while. Now I think I'm kind of starting to like be a little more open to it because mm. it's more money too. Absolutely. You know? um, but yeah, I've been I've been producing EDM, and that's more of just like been a hobby, but also kind of want to get that going to like yeah. producing more of my originals and things yeah. like that. And the hip hop side of things, um, also been a hobby. Like I, I like to do some rap and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But I do plan on like now producing people and. Um, I'm actually about to start working with some people here soon. So. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, do you write music too for them, or like, because um, right? Don't songwriters be making that bank? Like, yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah. So there's many different parts about, or many different pieces, right? Like you have the the singer, the writer, the producer, um, and sometimes people do all of them. Some sometimes people want to do some. Like, there's some artists that already have their their vocals written, and, yeah. and they just need you to record them. Some artists that want you to write. Okay, them, got so. you. Uh, like I said, I haven't really started doing that. Right, for but sure. I have been asked to do all of To do that. Of yeah, don't ever fall into the trap because, you know, girls are going to hit you up now and think that they can get give you box for free studio time. Give me what, sorry? Box. Box? Oh, my God. I don't <laughs> you know. Oh. Box. Oh, yeah. oh I've never heard that. <laughs> I, I've watched Love and Hip Hop too many times. Okay. Maybe, maybe I haven't watched it enough. <laughs> you didn't know that? You're no. from Austin. No. Were you Chelsea growing up? No. I mean... You're from, maybe, no, you went to Waco High. Yeah, I don't think no, I was okay. high sheltered, but <laughs> there's little things I find out here and there that I'm like, I should probably have You don't know that. what box is? No. I know what box and I'm gay as hell. Come on, bro. I mean, I don't like a cardboard box. No, like know. a woman's box. You know, so in Love and Hip Hop, what they do is they sell themselves, allegedly, to get free uh -huh. studio time. And I don't want you to fall into that oh, trap. No, no, no. Because no, you're, no, listen, no. you live in the, listen, you live in a city where music is like monumental. You know what I mean? Everybody's doing it. Oh, and yeah. I, I don't want you to fall into the trap where you're, you know, selling beats for box. Definitely not. No, <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. No, I, what is your favorite music to make, E-Man? Um, it's EDM and, and hip hop. EDM you know, and hip hop. But okay. like in pop, I mean, I, honestly, I'm not like a one. I hate the whole genre thing. Like, okay, so I, you don't like being boxed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a different kind of box. No, no that's a different box. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's the cardboard box. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I no, I, I love. I don't really like to say that I like just do one, but if I'm if I'm having yeah, yeah. a definition, it's like EDM and hip hop, but like. I kind of dabble into everything. I mean, even when I played saxophone, I was like super into jazz. And so like, I like it all. The only genre I don't love is country. If I'm oh, oh yeah. No, no but, yeah, I'm from New York. But, right? Yeah. Okay. But like, I, I still have plenty of it on my computer mm -hmm. because you know, I DJ weddings and events where they want that and I'm okay with it, but no, fuck that. I'm not okay with it. Don't you hate when you're doing it? I, I, so I host with DJs a lot yeah, yeah, quite yeah. often. Okay. And I can't stand when we got the party bumping, you know, like just, it's lit. you know what I mean? And then somebody's like, can you play a country Western song? Like, will you ruin the whole vibe? I mean, some don't people, you agree? Some people love it though. You know, like, no, no, I can't, I can't stand it. I, I used to be like that. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, okay, I should probably be a little more open to it. You know? I got but you. Like, I just have so much respect for anyone that does any music. So like, right. Anything live, whether it's country or not, like I, I love it. I That's what's up. Yeah. Do you, is there a song that you hate being requested as a DJ? Yes. What is it? I have a list. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> okay, mean, the do. wobble. Yes. Yes. Those are line dances, right? Cupid the, shuffle. The, the, and they're great songs. Don't get me wrong. Uh, wobble. <laughs> just in case the artist watches, shut up. Okay, no, for real though, like wobble, cupid shuffle, all those like dances that everybody only <clears> wants <throat> to do, right? Yeah. Those annoying. Yeah. Yeah, um, I can't stand it. Especially like at weddings. I actually had a wedding once, and they're like. So I have this this thing in my documents, like like do not play songs or like songs that you, you don't want me to play. Okay. And that's what anyone say, like no keep a shuffle, no wobble. I was like, oh my gosh. Perfect, please. I'm gonna marry I you now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I I just feel like those are desperation songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's the only thing you're gonna go out there, like I feel like in a party atmosphere, you should just be going out there. You should be getting lit. My song and nobody nobody 
it's just me. Okay. Was a song called Reggaeton Lento by CNCO. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know that song? I feel like I do. Yeah, uh, not- featuring Little Mix, though, but it's the remix, okay? I'm pretty sure if you played it, like I, I would know it, yeah. <laughs> no, probably for copyright purposes. I can't play it. Okay. Yeah. No, you never heard that song? I don't know. I'd have to hear it. Okay. Anyway, I'll play it for you. I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. E-Man. Oh my God. I hate that we're running out of time. But okay. So the music career is popping off. Okay. You're yeah. doing your reels. You're, you're doing your music. Um, what what can we hit you up for? Um, in terms of like your music career. I mean, like in terms of booking and stuff like that. So obviously you're still DJing. Yeah. Okay. We can hit you up for beats and what else? Um. Yeah. Obviously to DJ any gig, any sort of event. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to um, record music, you know, um, get a song produced, anything yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm still kind of figuring it out and even yeah. just the okay. routine. And, and like, I just feel like the one thing that's been really hard is the timing on everything, like um, having enough time for everything. Cause like honestly having 17 gigs last month, like killed me. Like, oh, really? I just felt like I didn't have time for anything else. And okay. Like, got you. And like right now, like one thing, the reason that I've been holding off on working with other people is because yeah. I want to, like, I'm not even on Spotify or Apple music yet. Okay. That's, got you. It's like my next thing that I'm about to I, do. I have to say, I was looking for your own Apple music today. And I couldn't yeah. find you. Okay. And that's like, I feel like until you're on there, you're not really legit, you know? Okay. And part of that is because I've just been focused on making remixes because I've been trying to focus on building a following that way. Cause I feel like if you, just put out original music when you're no one, no one's going to listen to it. Mm. But if you have all this following, people been listening to songs that you're remixing that are popular songs. Right, right. They'll go over to Spotify when I get there. So that's been my goal, my strategy. For sure. Um, but I've been wanting to focus on putting myself out before yeah. I start helping others, which not because I'm trying to be mean about it, but right, you know, right. I just want to have my stuff out too. No, okay. You, well, you're trying to get yourself like solidified and stuff. Exactly. Your YouTube numbers are crazy though. You know that, right? Yeah. They're great. You. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I aspire for those numbers, I'm, which I'm I love my numbers. I love my five to a thousand views. You know what I mean? 500. 2,000 views an episode, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But yeah, your YouTube numbers are great. Thank and you. so I think that you are doing the right thing to, in establishing yourself. And, you know, you're obviously very talented and you should know that about yourself, okay? And anybody that wants some music done, you got to hit up my boy DJ E-Man. How can we hit you up? What's what's your, your handles and all that? Everything is at 254 E-Man. So Instagram, uh, actually TikTok is okay. at 254 E-Man Music because yeah. somebody took 254 E-Man. I feel like maybe it was me a long time ago. And, I just <laughs> and then you just forgot the password, yeah, yeah. Exactly, but um, everything else is at 254 E-Man. Yeah. Um, like YouTube. Now they're doing like the handles, you know. Okay, right? yeah. Um, so... Yeah. You know what? One more question before I leave. I wanted to ask this really bad. How do you feel about the state of music or musicians today? Do you feel like people are doing everything that they can to brand themselves appropriately? Or do you think everybody's just trying to get that one recognition off of social media so bad? That's a great question. And I feel like everyone is trying to get that one thing to go viral. Yeah. And um, nobody's putting in work no more. Yeah. And I've been reading and seeing and listening to a lot of things about that because Mm we're like we're in a society now where we're so like oh my gosh i have to like this didn't get that many likes this this post didn't go viral right, it sucks, right. you know but like i mean by being consistent yes. which is all i've been focused on mm-hmm. like eventually something will pop off and like i've had something pop off you know oh, like, you like have. when you said i've had views like not all of my videos have a ton of views, but no. some of them do. But know? most of them up there in the 30,000s. Don't play with him. <laughs> yeah, you're being humble. They are, okay? <laughs> They're but, up there, yeah. But not all of them are. You not know? all of them and, are, right. Um, it helps as you get one pop off, but like, right. it's all about consistency. And like, literally, like I, I take screenshots of yeah. my numbers all the time for myself, you know? Because right, I'm just right. like, it's inspiring to go back and be like, holy crap, like right, two for years sure. ago, I had this many subscribers or this many views, yeah. and now it's like 
I think it's us because, I mean, my main platform is YouTube as well. Right. And so I tell other podcasters, you're going to have those weeks that are like, you got fucking tons of views. Right. And then you're going to have those weeks that it's like, eh, I wasn't really messing with that one. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I've dealt with it for two years. You yeah. know what I mean? I got those episodes that they'll hit close to 2,000 in one week. And then the next one would be like, you know, like two. And I'm grateful for all of them. You know right. what I mean? All of that's, you know what I mean? But I think people, it's easy for them to get discouraged. You know what I mean? Like when they they see several thousand on one reel or video that they upload or whatever, and then the next one, it's not as much. So then automatically they quit. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right now, like the best remixes that like I know that I've made are not my biggest ones. It's always those ones, right? It's always. Like I was telling like, how did this one not blow up? Yes. Bro, let me, right, Mike. No, can I just say something? We've had episodes of this show where I look at their numbers and they're astronomically high. And I'm like, no. Like, you know what I mean? But, but, and I love all my episodes. Don't get right, me wrong. Right. You know what I mean? But I, I'm always like, okay, this guest for sure will probably get like more than this guest. And right. then it ends up being the opposite. And, yeah. and like I said, no shade to any of the guests right, because right. I love, I'm so proud of every single episode, but it's so crazy to me. Like it's weird, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes it's just the algorithm too. And right. Like when you post it. And exactly. Like, the timing, you know, I, I hate that there's that, so many factors. That's, yeah, that's annoying. I, that's a very annoying prior. Like, yeah. I can't stand that. Okay, I, can, I have to post that 8 a.m. Like, get the... F- it is <clears> so annoying. Yeah, yeah, nobody understands. Oh, that's a whole different conversation. We could talk about that forever. Yeah. But, you know, um, unfortunately, we do have to go. I, I have to thank you so much for driving here from Austin to come on to the public Absolutely. affair. I really, really appreciate you. What can we expect more from you going f- um, going forward, Iman? Uh, more music. Okay. Like I said, I definitely plan to get on Spotify Please and do. music to yes. like start putting out original music. Um, cause it's just been remixes, but again, it's been my strategy, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, just, I'm actually now, I don't know if you saw, but I'm kind of vlogging my experience of going from the corporate world to music full time. Oh, okay. On your Instagram, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. I and have. on TikTok as well. Okay. Um, well, and so... <laughs> Um, it's actually like on TikTok, some of the videos are doing way better. It's, it's the algorithm, you know, <laughs> like on TikTok. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I'm I'm kind of shocked by like a lot of strangers and their mm-hmm. responses and, and reactions to it. But I'm like, oh, like, OK, like I didn't know if I was going to keep doing it. I was just going to sure. do a few videos and now I'm like, I think I'm going to keep going for a little bit. And, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're curious to hear about the journey and as I go through this, mm-hmm. um, you can follow me on that on that stuff as well. Right. I, I really hope that in this I've met a lot of people like you and I've had a lot of guests on this show before we wrap up real quick this is my little inspirational thing yeah. um a lot of guests on the show have like quit their job those corporate jobs you know what I mean yeah. to really follow their passion it's worked out for a lot of them and Absolutely. I really want you to stick to it one Absolutely. day I'm going to too but my full-time job like they be fucking with me in the public affairs so yeah. there's really no reason to quit you know what I mean Absolutely. yes but one day I'll find the courage to do so and I really hope that you stick with the courage to do Absolutely. so I really do because you really are talented you have the star look you have the star quality it's the hair for me it's <laughs> everything you're, you've got a very kind personality you. and you've always been very humble and very kind with me I can say that with personal experience and so sure. I'm just really happy to know you and I just know that you're music your remixes your djing your i know you said you're not a singer but yes he is okay i know that it's gonna go very very far and i'm so proud of you and i hope that in 10 years when you're big and famous you look at the public affair and say damn oh absolutely <laughs> hey, this is the first time i've been asked to be on a podcast oh so. is it really yeah where y'all been oh i love so. that well it's a lot of my guests have said that too and that's yeah. why i like to do that because i like to have this those people that have never done it before you know absolutely. what i mean yeah you're yeah. getting people right before they like really blow up so that's what matters <sighs> yeah just y'all remember me all right damn <laughs> <laughs> no, listen e-man thank you
thank you so much for coming thank on to so the public. Did I leave anything out? Do you want to give any shout outs? Any any last minute things or no, I don't think so. I think okay. this has been great. I'm I'm shout out to you. Thanks for having me. And thank I've you. been seeing you do your thing too. And um, thank you. You're you're killing it too. The I, subscribers, you're about to be at two two thousand. Almost right? two thousand. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I'm almost you're, at two thousand. Right there. I it's like it's so crazy to think about that because I I, know. I remember when I hit a hundred, I was like, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> right? And so the most, and you get that email from YouTube. And yeah, it's like, it's like you just hit one K and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, my goal is to hit two K before the end of the year. I won't be bad oh, if I don't. You'll get yeah. there. You, oh god, thank you. Okay. Wait, wait, that. how close are you? Do you know? Oh god. Um I'm at one point. I don't know. Also, we could talk about this afterwards, but yeah. I have a strategy for you that will get you there. Okay, yeah. Let me know about the strategy. I, I'm close to 2K. I'm like yeah. this close. I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say I'm at 1960 as of the recording of this episode, or 1961. So you're like 40 away. Like 40 or something away. Oh, if, if I'm not mistaken, I could be getting that completely wrong. Please You'll don't. definitely be there by the end of the year. <laughs> okay. Just well, got to speak into existence. That's it. Yeah. And if I do, you know what, guys? If I hit 2K before the end of the year, I'll do a really big giveaway. How about that? That's it. I heard him. I'm thinking about a trip uh, to give away a trip of um, away to Vegas. Oh, yeah, a trip for two. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> anyway, I've been planning that. that. Anyway, uh, th listen. Thank you so much for coming on to the Absolutely. show. I truly appreciate you. It was so great having you. I hope that we get to work more again in the future. Absolutely. So if you ever need an MC, I'll drive out to Austin just for you. You gotta okay? come out to Highland and see. I'm all going the crew. to. I'm going yeah. to see. Um, CC said she was gonna get me the whole VIP treatment. So yeah, yeah we're gonna do I, that. I heard it on the episode. <laughs> I did. With the compartments and everything? Or? Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's go home and let's talk about our compartments when we get to the house. I don't know about that. I'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Listen, thank you guys again so much for tuning into this episode of The Public Affair to DJ E-Man. Thank you so much for dropping by. Nice I truly me. appreciate you. Um, one more time where we can follow you on social media. At 254-E-Man. Um, pretty much everything it's like yes. TikTok 254 email music. music that's it and thank you guys please don't forget to like share and subscribe this episode of The Public Affair let's get to 2,000 subscribers before the end of the year before we continue uh, before we end I definitely need this opportunity to give a shout out to just a few more just a few more of our sponsors of this episode of The Public Affair this episode is brought to us by Soko Soccer Academy with Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez located at 3304 Franklin Avenue they offer team small group and individual skills training they also have elite skills training to make your kid a superb star athlete open play on Mondays and Wednesdays for ages 16 and older with Mara aka silly buns only five dollars to play follow on facebook at soko soccer academy and on instagram at soko soccer 254 dominic and ariana thank you so much they also have their winter league registration open right now so make sure you guys go check that out of course the j pedal and poke with junior fuentes thomas roberts and the entire family which i love j pedal they provide delicious savory japanese grapes and poke bowls they also have handcrafted thai rolled ice cream for dessert you can choose from a menu item or create your own like i like to do e-man i like to be in control so that's why i like to do that all right locations on university parks drive and hewitt drive or online at jpedaltx.com. Junior Francis, Thomas Roberts, that whole family, they're super hot. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. Of course, the Pollo Box and Audio with Jeffrey Monreal, home for all your LED needs, auto accessories, and installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. Definitely a jack-of-all-trade in your one-stop shop to get everything done in one roof. He's done so much to my car to make it look super snackish that dark tin has definitely come in handy, especially at nighttime. <laughs> but the stars be running. Anyway, thank you so much, um, Jeffrey. I totally appreciate you. Of course, the Junior Bond that with Fatboy Michelana Botana, who provides the best Michelana and Botana plates for yourself or for a party, with a menu of a ton of different items, including Botana bowls, chamoy pickles, and more locally operated. So make sure you get the best and not the rest. Follow on Facebook and Instagram at Fatboy Michelana y Botana and place your orders now. So, Junior Banda, thank you so much for everything you do for me, bro. I truly, truly appreciate it. He's done so much for the public affair behind the scenes. That guy is the GOAT. Love him. And of course, I can't go on without thanking VS Transportation LLC with Pelon Vie and Yasmin Landeros. They provide power only services locally and over 
the road at an affordable rate. They also move freight in a dry van, such as box items, palleted materials, most retail dry goods, and more. And they also provide hotshot services as well. They're independently owned. You can call the number on the screen today for more information. Pelon Yasmin, that's a power couple right there, and nobody's doing it like them. Totally appreciate you guys, and thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of The Public Affair. To everybody that tuned in, thank you guys again. I've got more on the way. I love you guys to DJ E-Man. Thank you so much for coming all the way from Austin. Have a Sorry. safe trip home, okay? <laughs> and don't always. forget, darling, to always, always keep it between us. <laughs> That's it. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. 